Hello and welcome to the Wednesday edition of the Holy Commutes podcast, your only source for daily morning wiffle ball content. Uh, the Holy Commutes podcast, you can follow us on Twitter at Holy Commutes, holy with an E. My name is Trent and my co-host here is Austin. Austin, welcome back. Thank you, Trent. Nice talking to you again. You you as well. Um, w- uh, good old Tom Gannon had been doing the Wednesdays so far for July in build up to the NWA tournament, doing uh, highlighting teams and stuff like that. So big shout out to Tom for his help in doing that and uh, so much more with setup and everything uh, and his contributions as a committee member. So thanks to him and uh, the rest of the committee for NWLA tournament, which was this past weekend, I think Tom had been building up for. Mm-hmm. Austin, uh, you and I played in many NWLA tournaments. You attended them as a coach, as a 15-year-old coach. And as a player as well, so you have a wealth of experience, wealth of uh, wealth of knowledge when it comes to NWA tournaments. And uh, you know, I was I, I'm on the committee, and unfortunately, I wasn't able to be there this year because of some work commitments. But um, I was trying to help out as much as I could, and uh, just the contributions and the efforts of the committee members who were especially there. Uh, like Rudy, Tom, Brendan, and all the uh, all the CCW guys who definitely helped out. Uh, thanks so much to them. It seemed like a great tournament from afar. It really had a great feel. And uh, as far as non-committee members go, I think Chris Newman de- definitely deserves a huge shout-out because his streams were like the backbone of the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, this was the first year that NWA didn't promise any streams uh, prior to the tournament because it had just been kind of a fiasco the last few years. And so we did this thing like you with and just requested teams to stream what they could. And then the CCW had their setup too for their Twitch, so they were able to kind of stream through there. But Newman's definitely became like the unofficial official stream for the tournament because he was just super on it. When it wasn't raining, of course, he was uh, he was updating scores and innings and stuff like that. So. Mm-hmm. I mean, and he got a lot of love on Twitter, which is super well-deserved, but I just want to give a shout-out here as well to Chris Newman. Um, he, he's just put in so much work for this tournament over the years in so many different roles as a player, as a manager, as a photographer, as you know, as a videographer now. It's just been pretty, pretty insane to see that kind of dedication, so big shout-out to, to Chris for that. Yeah, puts a lot of hard work in. Yeah, so... NWA tournament, one of the things that kind of put MNWA on the map was our NWA tournament uniform rankings, which back in the day, uh, there were requirements for creating content for this tournament. You had to do two pre-tournament articles, two quote-unquote on-site articles, and then one post-article, one post-tournament article. And you had to like post all of these or else your consideration for next year's tournament was in question or whatever. And so our very first year, it was something that we were, you know, kind of struggling with. What what are we going to do for these on-site stuff? And Devin Devin Nelson, a guy for MNWA, which is the league that you and I run, Austin, and he uh, Devin helped founded it, and he was basically our ace for the first however many years that MNWA was there. And he ranked the hair because he knew hair and he had good hair and I ranked the uniforms because I thought I knew good uniforms (laughs) and uh, over the years as we 
kept going back and more teams kept going and uh, better uniform options became available. The uniform game really stepped up in this tournament to all-time heights that we've seen and it continued this year. And, uh, you know, but as I've, as I've, we've gotten older and stuff, I haven't covered it as much as I should possibly, but hey, we're going to do it right now. We're going to rank all the 12 uniforms from this past NWLA tournament, our post-tournament article, so to speak. Uh, so in honor of the old stipulations for playing in the tournament <laughs> under Galloway, we are going to be doing a post-tournament review of the jerseys. Austin, are you excited? Yes, I am. Yeah, this is something that we've done for... Not just this tournament, but a few other tournaments, I feel like. So, yeah, something that we've done regularly, and I'm excited today. We got a smaller pool, so I feel like that would be a lot easier to rank. I mean, in the past, we've done the UF, which has been up to 40 jerseys. So, mm-hmm. when it gets to a pool normally bigger than, I mean, 20, normally for me, I it's, it's hard for me to kind of for sure <laughs> keep it yeah. all together. There are a lot of jerseys to rank, and there are a lot of different... Uh, variables that come into it and you just tie a lot of that all just really well together and a lot of means just kind of like the face value and just seeing like uniform and just kind of what I like so for sure it should be it should be a fun ranking yeah and we're going to be doing we are going to be doing the same uh, system that we've used in the past like you alliterated or uh, whatever referenced before um, alluded to I don't know <laughs> Uh, the counter-ranking system popularized by Brandon Corbett on the Good Eye podcast, where similar things would occur under under uh, dissimilar in- inhibitors. What? Nothing. The counter-ranking system. Uh, one of us will start off, and then the other will give their rankings, and so on and so forth, until we have number one. So we each have our lists. And these lists that we have will not be final because the final will be uh, what we decide. And you will be able to view, I know that it seems a little silly doing such a visual thing for a podcast, but uh, on Twitter, you can go on Twitter for the Holy Commutes, Twitter at Holy Commutes with an E, and uh, we'll post all the pictures that we're going to be referencing throughout this podcast of the uniforms. And I'll, tr- and I'll try to describe them as best as I can. Try to paint that picture. So, uh, yeah. So we're going to be judging basically just on the uniform, on a on appeal, look, matching stuff like that. Um, yeah, and we're going to start off. So we have twelve teams that came out to Indianapolis last this past weekend. Uh, a few of them braved out the rain as it came on Sunday. Who were left in the tournament? And uh, but number twelve, we're going to start off with probably not probably, but the the team with the most clout in this tournament, and that's. Team MLW, the MLW All-Stars, and uh, if uh, if you've ever seen their videos, that's basically the jerseys that they wore because they didn't have any sort of special matching jerseys uh, like they did last year as the MLW All-Stars. Um, they all just kind of wore, uh, it was described to me as a hodgepodge of their league jerseys, and uh, while some of those league jerseys are pretty cool, especially the ones they've come out with in the past few months uh, with the Moxie Month, I believe they called it. Uh, with the Triton brand. Um, yeah, it's just uh, disheveled. It's a national tournament. It's always been like that for me. Automatic 12th place. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Set them the similar rank on just my rankings. Um, yeah, feel the same way there. And uh, at number 11, um, I'm going to have to go with a Yish next, I believe. 
do believe I I they played in these were their jerseys before. I believe yep, they last were. year. Yeah. I think they may have played in 2020. Yep, I remember. Yep, I remember those. But they had white there. shirts, and last year they upgraded to the light blue. Gotcha. Okay. And then they reused them. Okay. Yeah. There we go. I. Um, I like it. It's subtle. It's just kind of hard to see in the picture and just kind of looks like more just like a plain shirt mm -hmm. just with their logo and not too much going on, but just, you know, still decent jersey. Yeah. Yep. I actually had them ranked there as well. Um, for the next one, we're going to go. It's quite a leap here um, in terms of quality from uh, from 15 to 14, but I'm going to go with the Greater Cincinnati Wiffle Ball League. The Queen City Proclaimers, as they uh, seem to be, uh, portrayed as and they have these new era shirts so that's a nice little touch and uh, it looks like they have maybe a sponsorship on the back but they have a you know it's not a standard font on the back so that's cool but um, but I don't know there's just not a ton of character to these um, I feel like with with a name like Queen City that would make a great script across the front yeah um, but it's definitely better than just a logo on a white t-shirt, so I definitely appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, a little bit spicier than the last one, but nothing too crazy. Yeah. I actually have my rankings completely the same so far, so so far you and I are the exact same. Oh, well, that's great. Yes. <laughs> so next, uh, number nine, I will have our good friends from B-Wax. B-Wax, Berwin yes. Wiffle, actually. Berwin. Yeah, Berwin Wiffle, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, had them in there, I just... Don't think I've ever seen these jerseys before from them. Mm -hmm. Probably not. It looks really fresh. Um, looks like just the old Marlins look, kind of like the the Florida Marlins. Exactly. Yeah, that's what they told me to go with. Yeah, I, yeah, I like it. I had seen you when they were making them, and I I liked it a lot. So, um, a good jersey, and you know, in a different year with more teams could rank. You know, it's still going to rank in the top ten for me. Um, maybe. This is a top 10 jersey. I mean, it's number well, no. eight we're at right now. No, yeah. So it's, yeah. Yeah. Just in a year with more jerseys, I feel like it just might get lost, but makes a good standing here. And like you said, a lot of these jerseys really start kicking it up too. Yeah, for sure. I uh, I really I really enjoyed these. I love uh, I love white numbers with a dark outline on a, on a jersey. And so they let they went with that. And I think it just looked great. And those guys always make it look great. And they, uh, they had, they... They cycled in a few other of their uh, jerseys this past weekend too, so that was cool to see. Um, but yeah, I, I, I around the similar stuff for me. Yeah. Um, for numbers for the next one, I'm gonna go actually with Ridley Park. Uh, I think I don't know if they were playing as the Long Balls, but the Ridley Park boys, they went with their Boathouse Road jerseys again. And uh, while these are really cool jerseys, you know, it's a replica of the Sixers jerseys of very similar design. Um, they wore them last year as well. And, uh, you know, in a field as competitive as this top, like six or seven is going to be, um, you know, a recycled thing from last year isn't really going to cut it. Yeah. At least in, in my eyes. And then, uh, you know, especially I think it kind of looks a little plain. Uh, compared to other stuff they've done, but you know, I I know it's a really popular look, and they like it, and I and I like it for sure. Yeah, that I um that was one of my more favorite jerseys. I I really liked them when I had seen it. Um, you had did you make those? I did. Yep, yeah, yeah, you made those, and that was the one that really stood out for me. I really liked. It. I just thought it like paid a lot of homage to like where they're from and just what they're about. Um, I had them uh, ranked at seven in mine, so. One above what I, you know, almost right where I thought it, would, it should be. So, um, 
the next one I had at seven then would be MAW, the Scum Lords, I believe. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Oh, does that shake you up? Yes. Oh, wow. Yeah, I got mine. I got mine a little different. And we were talking about just in the same vein as, I guess, these jerseys with just being recycled and just a look that I like, but it's just not something that I'm willing to put over some of these other jerseys that um, we have seen before or are, are newer, which I do like a lot more. Mm-hmm. I get that. I get that for sure. I just really enjoy this, and I definitely like the fact that they have a matching hats too and so and it's also just a color scheme I'm really a big fan of uh so I had these ranked pretty high on my list as high as number three. Oh, wow yeah just because I give a lot of love to the to the people who put out the you know matching hats as well so yeah um but no I totally get that they wore it last year and uh you know I think there's a lot of potential with this identity as we move forward too and i I love the colors on this so much so Mm -hmm. hopefully uh soup keeps hold of that team and uh keeps hold of that identity because it's pretty cool yeah and it's always just it's good to see the legends that wear that that wear those jerseys too all right so uh number six we are going to go with the runner-ups and that is the swbl cardinals and uh this is the third year I believe they've worn these jerseys and uh, luckily each year we get to see the red ones a little more because they go further and further you played on that team the very first year they they wore those jerseys out in Pittsburgh and this year they went out and finished runner-up yeah it was uh great to see those guys go out there and play and finish where they finished that being said um I really like those jerseys still have them and I think they they're just a really nice, simple jersey, but it actually does a lot with just the logo and just, the, I think the back of the jersey does a lot on both of them, too, so, mm-hmm. um, and I like them just being, like, obviously, it's when it's a little bit hotter, it's a little bit nicer having the cut-off tee, but with it being rainy, it was a little bit tougher, but having that uh, that two-jersey look, I think we discussed that being the only team with two jerseys, so I felt like that factored in a little bit more, too, of them having the only two-jersey look. Yeah, no, for sure. It's uh, yeah, it's. I really like the back too. The number font is one of my favorites that we that I've done. So, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely a good look for SWBL. Yeah. All right, number five, Austin, you get the honors. Uh, number five, I would have to go with Electric City Wiffle. Mm-hmm. Um, ECW. The Hitman. The Hitman, yes, and it's a almost familiar look to Hudson Valley and what we're used to seeing with that team. Kind of back in the heyday when we were we used to go a lot so um a really cool jersey the shorts are amazing like this team always seems to bring it um apparel and just uniform wise and i really like what they've done and i don't know it's just it's just really nice jersey and it's cool to see them back in the back of the tourney too i agree yeah this is all done by aussie so he's a great designer and it's always really cool to see what he does with looks uh, definitely, I love the the homage to the Hart, the Bret Hart family, or Bret Hart and the Hart family with the black and pink. Um, and you were like seventy five percent right. It's uh, it's definitely a throwback look to what they had in their first appearance as Hess Field, oh, Hess, not Hudson no, Valley. Yeah, not Hudson but yeah, Hess but Field. Yeah, yeah. you're looking at the picture right now. Yeah. That's Chris Morse yeah. who played for Hudson Valley. Yeah. yeah. So that's why you're like seventy five percent right, Chris not half Hess. right. How could right, I get exactly? Yeah. So. Uh, yeah, that was the Hitman, and that was 2015. That was Jimmy Cole's MVP year. 
and they wore a similar very bright pink Hitman thing, Hitman theme. Uh, but this this time around, they have the really really cool shorts to mix in there, and uh, so yeah, it's that really cool. That skull going into a wiffle ball head is pretty pretty cool. Yeah, for sure. I normally sure. don't like skulls, but that's that's pretty cool. Yeah, Aussie's a pretty talented graphic artist, and uh, it's really cool to see what he does. Um, I had these very high as well, um, just because those shorts are just really cool. The shorts are amazing. It, from that, from kind of that group of guys, because AWA, a, when they were the blue kamikazes, they oh, yeah. had some really cool shorts. They had so. those matching shorts, yeah. Those jerseys were nice too. They've that just that combination of guys and that group of guys have always come out with some good jerseys and and shorts with that as well too. So, so yeah, that was number five there. So now we're we're we're, we're Rolling along here. We're already at number five. Who do you have at number four, Trent? Number four, <clears throat> I'm going to maybe snipe a look you really like. Oh, no. And go with Griffleball. Oh, no. Were they your number one? No. No, okay. but it's just... It, it, that, yeah. That's a good spot. It's four and it's, spot. it's not really that much of a snipe, but no. Griffleball, uh, they went with a really cool script logo and uh, that makes for a really cool script on the front. a black shirt. I just, re- I just realized I haven't been really describing these in a ton of detail. Like I said, I would, so I feel bad, but... That's fine. And, you know, go on to the Twitter. <laughs> a lot of these people, too, are listening, probably seen the jerseys, too. Yeah, so, so it's just a black shirt, uh, gold font with a offset white outline, and then their league logo, which I love, on the sleeve, and then matching white shorts with the same logo. So uh, you mentioned it's a really cool look with the white shorts, and the white shorts really made the white on the jersey pop, which yeah. was awesome. Yeah. Kind of set it apart from their other stuff. And they mixed in... Some of their shirts from last year that they won the tournament in, but they went with these for most of the time, so I really enjoyed these. Definitely a top five look in pretty much any year, just because that's such a solid, it's not super flashy, but it's really not simple either, because it's some, so cool. Yeah, some years that might win it too, just because that's why I just really like it. Those shorts just for me just really make it. Yep. And then especially if you have those like the black tights and then with the jersey, it just looks really good. And just this one photo we're looking at, so yeah, no, it looked and it looked really good um, on video too for the for like watching Newman's live streams mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Um, it was pretty cool to see. Just outside the top three, but. Really, a really good look. Yeah, that really, I really like. Yeah, really good look. I had them at three in mind. So, um, with that, then I'll go with my my new three. I will have to go with KWL, the Keggers. Um, love the pinstripe look and the zoo on the front. the The hat is super, super clean with the white and just it matches the jersey and everything. And I believe matching shorts as well too. I I don't know. I think they did. Hard I to think tell. they've done that in the past. Yeah. yeah. Hard to tell, but it just just a jersey I think is is really nice. Yeah, I think maybe Grant realized the error of his ways last year having the really really thick black hats and just did the complete opposite and did white hats. Yeah, so that was a like, good idea. Uh yeah, no, and it and it works for sure. It's just another thing that really pops. They got a nice uh, it's just a pinstripe jersey, and it says Zoo on the front, Kalamazoo. That's the nickname. And then with a jersey number, uh, small jersey number on the front, and then just name and number on the back. But another really clean look, another really classically clean look, and uh, kind of different with the white hats. Uh, that kind of sets it apart from other clean looks, you know, like Griffle Ball. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, another great look from Grant Miller. He really brings the heat, and I think he's getting a lot better at making jerseys to be honest like each year that he's had 
it seems like he has the reins of that kind of group of the group of guys going to national teams and uh, their jerseys get better every year. So yeah. it's cool to see that. Yeah, it's really cool to see. Good, just like different look for them because I feel like a lot they go like black and gray. So it's cool to see that. Yeah. All right, so uh, we're going to reveal now the number two, which will also reveal the number one. But um, we're going to just go ahead and talk about number two right now, and that would be the defending champions, the now defending champions, the champions of this tournament, and that is the CCW team, the indie team that won it all. Uh, we have Brennan Dudas modeling it, and uh, it's a pretty, pretty much eye candy there. For that, uh, they had the <clears throat> league logo on the on the sleeve, uh, a dirt yard logo that I made for them on the other sleeve, and then on the front, gold in India script. And the tail of the script is the uh, tail script from uh, the Indie Clowns logo. And uh, then there's an offset white outline. And uh, the thing that makes this really stand out for me is the the color combo because it's white, gold, and royal blue. And that's similar to our Mariners team yeah. here in HRL, and it's one of my all-time favorite looks. And then on the back, it's just their classic look. The third year in the row, they've done this thing. The custom number font, where it's the Pacers font with the Indiana State embedded in the outline, and then the name above. And so it's just... Uh, these really came together quite nicely, and I really just... It's a championship look, I think. For sure. It and really stands out. That color combination is definitely my favorite ever. So this jersey yeah. kind of won me over, and just the gold, just the gold on the side, and then the big gold lettering with the white outline it just looks so good. And uh, really like the jerseys they the jerseys they had, and it was probably one of my favorite I've seen at nationals in a long time. Um, me too. When I was making it, like, I felt yeah. like I was like, oh man, this is really good. Yeah, just something that it looked like we'd wear for HRL. So it's just a jersey yep. that. That I think uh, I would wear myself. So I got jealous because we ended up wearing a royal blue ones, or royal blue Mariners ones last week, and I'm like, ah, oh, these aren't as good as the indie ones. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, so kudos to them. Just a great jersey, great look, and uh, it's gonna look good when they look back in the future. Yep. For this championship win. Uh, but not a championship win here for the uniforms, even though it is a great look. Uh, the champions are going to be PLW from Las Vegas, captained by Tom Gannon. Austin, uh, talk about this look. Um, they really came out and swung for the fences here their first year and absolutely loved what they came up with. Um, they have the Vegas strip, just silhouette on the front, and the, the colors just go really amazing with with just the whole Vegas theme, obviously with the Vegas Knights being a play in, I think there, and just the hats as well too, with the LV and the dice on the top, amazing look, um, knock it out of the park here with everyone just matching, matching shorts, like everyone just matching, just a really just professional look almost, and um, thought these deserved the number one spot for sure. I think so too. It's a really nice gold jersey with iron gray dark gray sleeves in some white striping on the sleeve and uh, some classic sort of baseball tube striping not tube piping piping um <laughs> on the front and then uh sort of the black and white las vegas strip silhouette las vegas in script underneath in white and then on the back white numbers with an off with a gray offset outline 
Uh, just a really, really, really clean look, and you mentioned those hats are really nice too. That really simple LV with the dice gets the, gets the point across. Very cool. Yeah. I mean, if that was an MLB team, if there was an MLB team in Vegas, which it, is there? No, there might be. Probably in five years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's something that like that could that could work. So, yeah. Uh, they really just killed it there, and their league has just really killed it with looks overall. Like I know I got the Diablos pinned as a potential Jersey of the Year candidate already. Um, and they just they just consistently have really cool, oftentimes um, innovative jersey looks out there in PLW Premier League. And so I think that they really deserve this number one ranking. And it's a pretty prestige. I mean, this is going to sound really self like self indulgent, but I mean, there's some there's a, been a lot of great looks that have gotten the number one ranking over the years. And I think this one absolutely belongs among those looks of yeah. the number one teams throughout the years so yeah uh definitely big congrats to those and congrats to everybody because this was a pretty aside from mlw this was a pretty good jersey field so uh so congrats to everybody there and uh yeah any final words for the people austin um no not 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 too much it was a good um a good round of jerseys and Everyone just put in a lot of work this year. It's good to see teams still just going out and making that effort and still, you know, going out and making NWA tournament something and putting on some good competition and looking good in the jerseys while doing it as well, too. So Absolutely. It's a pleasure to be able to rank these, you know, rank some jerseys with you. I agree. Yeah, it was fun. Well done. Uh, well done, everybody. Well done, everybody who helped out with the podcast, or not podcast, but tournaments. Um, but and thank you to Tom for helping out with uh, this Wednesday's podcast specifically for the first few weeks of July and uh, we're going to be back to close up July next week and uh, don't know what we're going to be talking about yet but I'm sure it will be nonsensical so yeah have yeah. a great rest of your week and uh, yeah we'll have a uh, have a show for you tomorrow yeah they, thank you to all the other hosts and all the other we, all the other shows thank you for Tom for taking over for us see you next week everyone <laughs> see ya the summer wind came blowing in from across the sea it lingered there to touch your hair and walk with me all summer long we sang a song and then we strolled that golden sand two sweethearts and the summer wind like painted kites those days and nights they went flying by the world was new beneath a blue umbrella sky then softer than a piper man one day it called to you I lost you I lost you to the summer wind The autumn wind And the winter winds They have come and gone 
that never end My fickle friend The summer wind The summer wind Warm summer wind The summer wind 